0: I'm RJ Bell with the sports betting headlines for Friday. A lot of Aaron Rodgers talk. Now the Packers say we'll make Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in football. Still, maybe not enough. The odds say less than a 60% chance Rodgers is back with the Packers. Breaking news Zion broken finger out tonight, out for a while. 76ers, a double-digit favor, favored by 10 over the Pelicans. The Lakers are reeling. They've lost six of eight. Now they're about 50-50 to be forced to play in the play-in tournament. Tonight, it's a key game in that. They are seven and a half point underdogs at Portland. The Lakers are. Here comes a four-hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more.
1: The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell.
0: You heard it. I'm RJ live in Las Vegas, live on a Friday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. I got to tell you something doing a cross-section of what's out there in the talk world, the TV talk, the radio talk, the Aaron Rodgers talk. Yap, yap, yap. I'm going to pose a question that I don't think I've heard a good answer for, and it kind of drives this entire Aaron Rodgers conversation. And in five minutes, I'm going to do something that we haven't done on this show for over a year. Yes. And then... About 6:50, a little before that, Eastern, we're going to have the rarest or rare best bets. It's inside information. Now, that's a dirty word in the Vegas world because the old-time touts, the Saturday morning guys, they'd say, sell your house, sell your car, sell your kids. <laughs> We've got inside information. But this is true inside information, and it's a bet you can make for this weekend. Pros or pro bettors and bettors, listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's Jonas Knox in L.A., the Joe, in my opinion.
2: Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we have got some troublesome news for the Los Angeles Lakers. We've also got a big-time doubleheader coming up later on in the NBA. But what could the Vegas lead possibly be here on a Friday?
0: Well, I got to tell you, I'm going to revert. This is kind of suspenseful. Now, check this out, Jonas. Here it comes. I'm turning the tables, and I'm asking you a question. Here's the Vegas lead. You tell me. But not really. It's Aaron Rodgers. But here's the question. What is Aaron Rodgers upset about?
2: I mean, I I don't know. You'd have to ask Aaron Rodgers. But,
0: I mean, it's all anyone's talking about, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, you only can go by what has been out there, and it's everything from – you know, we've heard stuff that, well, I didn't like that Jordan Love was drafted. I didn't like that I wasn't told about Jordan Love. I didn't like that we didn't address other positions of need. Um, then there's been stuff about a contract that has come up that he was unhappy with his contract. It's We haven't really gotten a firm answer. The only one that feels firm is that he was bothered by the Jordan Love pick.
0: But do we even know that? No. I see, we, what I'm saying is maybe he's a Machiavellian genius. Aaron Rodgers I know he's you know I always hear about these guys that are the smart the smart football players and I have no doubt he's got an above average intelligence he's obviously Aaron Rodgers a super talented football player um, but I don't think he's Kaiser Sose. say but maybe he is because I don't I'm thinking back I know he told us it was a beautiful mystery I'm not sure what he was talking about the future I mean, that's kind of a takeoff on Shanahan saying we don't know if we're going to be alive on Sunday. So there's a lot of mysteries out there in, in the NFL world. <laughs> but what has come from Aaron Rodgers' mouth in the last, well, I don't know, 15 months? Let's say from the day before last year's draft, we've been speculating from that draft onward, he's mad about this. How do you react to that? Oh, I bet he's peeved at this. It's like the guy's dead on, on, and they were speculating what he would think. He's not kidnapped. He's not at the bottom of a well. At minimum, correct me if I'm wrong, at at min, if he sees there's a misunderstanding out there, just for the Packer fans, just for his teammates, wouldn't he step up and say, guys, there's been a misunderstanding. Me and -and so-and-so have a conflict. Yeah, but like some clarification. Instead, he's sitting back, and it would seem, if you keep letting something happen, if you're watching two kids, right? Let's say you're doing a trial run to see about becoming a father, and you and the wife decide to babysit some cousins or something for the weekend. If the parents show up, and two of the boys are fighting, and they've been fighting for about 20 minutes, and you're just sitting there watching, putting odds on it, they would say, you know, Jonas, you're kind of letting this happen, right? Well, in this case, we're the kids— Aaron Rodgers is the, supposedly the adult, and he's sitting back and letting us all kind of speculate and not clearing it up, right? Because, I mean, have we heard anything from him? McKen- what do you think, McKenzie? All he said after the draft last year was, I'm not going to say I was thrilled. That's okay. exactly red-hot anger. So we've got, that, we've, we've got that now straight. He wasn't thrilled <laughs> that a quarterback was taken. Though, and I'll ask Jonas another question. I'm RJ Bowe, straight out of Vegas. Jonas Knox in LA. Colin was saying, "Well, right here in FSR, the Packers humiliated Aaron Rodgers, so he did it back to them. So wait, drafting a player your position is now a humiliation? Like, let's start. Like, what what does that even mean? Like, what I, rights does the team? At what point would the Packers be allowed to draft a quarterback?" <laughs>
2: It, there's there's a couple of portions of that that i don't understand so he's upset because they drafted jordan love and people think that you know, okay well he was human because i've heard that and it's not just colin a lot of people have said oh yeah he was humiliated on on draft day and it's okay well why because they drafted a quarterback no because they traded up to draft a quarterback well like what difference does it make i mean if they traded up because they felt like that was a guy that they think could be a quarterback of the future that's fine but Aaron Rodgers of all people should know what that's like because he was drafted when the Packers had a quarterback and he didn't get on the field for three years. So, I, he may just be. And I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Don't know you know anything about you know personal life, all that stuff. None of my business. But he might I just, just so be. so say you've
0: never met. He, or yeah, ever. no, never, never. <laughs> he, he
2: might just be somebody who is never really happy and doesn't know why. Because there was a story that came out after he won the Super Bowl, and I'm not going to name the team that he won the Super Bowl against because I don't want to bring up bad memories. But uh, (laughs) But he won the Super Bowl, and he was talking in an interview how when he was flying on the plane home and he was sitting next to the Lombardi Trophy, he just thought, is this it? I thought there would be so much more that came along with it. And maybe he's just one of those guys that's never truly happy and just trying to find a, a, an answer to whatever his happiness is going to be.
0: I think, again, to some degree, it feels like we're being belittled having to speculate about this guy. But in another way, what else? I mean, if it's the number one conversation of the day, yeah, we got to do what we got to do. And yeah. I think that... What we're going to try to do here is, <clears throat> and I agree with you on one thing, Colin is not in any way saying anything other people, I mean, it feels like everyone's got their variation of a take, and no one's as egregious. I, I think the thing no one's asking is, where's Aaron Rodgers in this? Meaning, where is he physically? Why isn't he helping us understand it? And if it's all because he loves the attention, okay. The Kardashians love the attention, but we all seem to identify that and kind of look at it and go, yeah, they make billions. Boy, they seem needy about that attention. Okay, what's for dinner? Like, we all kind (laughs) of realize what is going on, but with Aaron Rodgers, it seems like we're fooled by it, and there's some sense that there's some grand plan, and maybe there is a grand plan, but it doesn't have the welfare of the Green Bay fans at the heart of it. Right? That I know. Yeah. It doesn't have football fans in general at the heart of it. It doesn't have the franchise Green Bay at the heart of it. I think it has at the heart Aaron Rodgers. Now, is that wrong? No. Self-interest is human. That's human nature. But when you have so much and it seems like you only care or you care about yourself in an inordinate degree more than maybe... It's easy for us to say, well, if I had 20000000 million, I'd give it to the poor, blah, blah, blah. I'd give it to my brother. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Make the money and see. So I'm not trying to spend Aaron Rodgers' money. I'm not telling him what to do. What I'm saying is, if I'm a Green Bay fan, I can't be thrilled with Aaron Rodgers. No. Uh, So let's debunk another just falsehood here to be Tom Hagen at the end of Godfather. Senator, you owe us an apology. Okay, well, <laughs> here I think there's a falsehood that needs to be cleared up. All right, so we came up with a concept called pregame playoff points. Now, what is that? That is simply saying if you make the playoffs, you make one point. For every round you advance after that, you get another point. And if you win the Super Bowl, you get a bonus point. So you get the round going to the Super Bowl and then a bonus because you know what? We count rings here. That's it. It's real simple. So last year, the Browns made it to the second round, right? So they made it to the playoffs, won a game, got to the second round. They got two points for last year. Tampa Bay got, it's uh, what, seven points for this win, right? Five, okay. five points, six points with the bonus point. All right, so six for the Super Bowl. So last year, Tampa Bay gets six, Cleveland gets two, New England gets zero. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, so since Aaron Rodgers... uh Rookie year, 2005. Okay, so you didn't do it the first year he started. You did it the first year he was drafted? Rookie year, yeah, that's, that's what you asked for. Huh, not real sharp. So we <laughs> should have... No, no, no. We should have did it since he... Well, why don't we do this? Let's save this, and we'll do that during the break. Because what we want to show is, and the easy answer here is, that Green Bay, at least from the far three years, and we'll subtract that out. From the far three years is the third most successful team in football during that time. So it's New England, Seattle, Green Bay, then Pittsburgh, then Baltimore. So all this talk, and isn't it coincidental that that talk also was Russell Wilson, or at least his uh, surrogates, his agents, whatever, that Seattle better shape up. Seattle better shape up and do what's right. Get him some weapons, get him some linemen. Do right by Russell. Let him cook. Okay. Well, Seattle in this era has been the second best team. Well, let's get specific. Green Bay has been the third. So I get Aaron Rodgers is a part of that, and he has a right to say I contributed a massive – more than anyone, to be honest. But it's not like he's so good that his team stinks and then he rose him up to be the third best. No, it's the team's done a pretty good job too. And you know who else we've heard a lot about that hasn't done right by a quarterback is, oh, Bill Belichick. Oh, let me look. He's number one on the list. So, Jonas, isn't it interesting in the last 12 months we've heard how the Patriots got what they had coming to him because they didn't support Brady, right, so he left, right? And, and yeah. now we're hearing Seattle hasn't done right and Green Bay hasn't done right. The three most successful teams by playoff advancement – somehow are derelict in their duties. That, that It's not the quarterback's fault that they're mad. It's the team's fault for falling so short of the quarterback. Doesn't it seem absurd that the three most successful teams, that that's what we're hearing about?
2: It, it, well, it's, and it's, it's funny because I've always thought about this. We look at Tom Brady and we go greatest quarterback of all time, uh, t- like more success at the position when it comes to Super Bowls than anybody in the history of the game, seven Super Bowl wins. Well, that means that he didn't win the Super Bowl 14 years like that. Like that's what we're talking about. So when we look at these guys and we go, man, they're all time great, all time great, all time great. It doesn't mean they're going to win every year. My problem with the Rogers stuff is and we've talked about it on the show It'd be one thing if if he was dragging a team and they were barely making the postseason and he was you know limping off the field because he had nothing around him. They've been to the NFC title game two years in a row and they've come up short and they got blown out uh, at the first one against the Niners. They got they were getting manhandled against uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this last one. And he's got a history. Of not playing well, the NFC title games have been uh, statistically, if I'm not mistaken, some of his worst playoff performances. So it's not like he hasn't had an opportunity to go to more Super Bowls. They've he's got talent on the roster: Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari. Although he was injured last year, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. There's been talent there, and he stills come up short. And I feel like we don't tell
0: that side of the story enough. That's Jonas Knox, we're straight out of Vegas. The way you went about this was coming at it from multiple angles, all arriving at the same conclusion, which is that Green Bay, if, here's the thing, speaking of marriage, relationships and such, oftentimes a guy's going to say, you know what, this, you know, my wife demands this, that, and the other, and she's unreasonable. And you know, sometimes, you know, wives can be, sometimes husbands can be unreasonable And the question you got to ask yourself is, what about the guy to the left? What about the guy to the right? What's the normal? And if someone wants something from you and they can't point an example of someone else delivering that, so if the wife says, hey, why don't you carry the groceries in from outside? If you walk outside and you see a couple guys walking in with groceries, you're thinking, okay, hey, that's pretty normal. But if she says, hey, why don't you fly with your arms across town, pick me up and fly back? I'm going to look around and say, you know, I don't see that happening. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Well, if all people can, because we started the show by saying, Aaron Rodgers, what's he mad about? And no one can answer it. So now we're speculating. And it always comes down to Green Bay's not doing enough. Somehow Green Bay is deficient. Green Bay's fallen short. It's their fault. The Packers fault. Okay. What's going to measure that? How successful has the team been? And I do find it ironic that Green Bay, since his rookie year, and we'll get the number since a starter after the break, since Aaron Rodgers' rookie year, third most successful team in football by playoff advancement, Green Bay Packers. And ironically, Seattle, who we've heard how bad Pete Carroll is in the Stone Ages, well, they were second. And Obelichak, who wouldn't get Brady receivers, he's first. I don't know. Who is better? Point, Aaron, who do you want us to act like? If you're the Packers, and I'm not sure who you could point to because pretty much all of them is going to be below the Packers when it comes to performance. Let's do this. We'll take our first break. And when we come back, we'll get the updated numbers from the rookie year. That's going to be interesting. It'll be about the same. And also, I told you about that. What have we never done for a year? We're going to take calls. Now, what's the call going to be about? You got 11 words or less. We're gonna make it short. That you tell us what is Aaron Rodgers mad about. We're gonna see if the whole country can help us answer that question.
2: He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will continue to try and figure out
0: what Aaron Rodgers is so upset about. And, the, <laughs> and we're going to ask you for your help. Collective IQ, the wisdom of crowds. Well, they call it callers on a radio show. Jonas, what, we're two and a half years in? I think we've had callers three times? <laughs> uh, less than a handful, I know that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, the, I tell you, the overnight guys, I'm not talking about anyone in particular. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you ever send a check to the callers to say, we're just going to divvy this up?
2: I, I don't. Uh, I only do it for a couple of uh, segments, like bits that we do. But for, for the most part, that time of night, I, you can't trust uh, the, the drunks uh, to make
0: good they decisions. They have to have so, a breathalyzer yeah, to yeah, call? It's, yeah, it's not, not a good idea.
2: Not a good idea.
0: Well, well listen, I say this, and I say it sincerely. We've got the smartest audience straight out of Vegas. Is the most intelligent sports talk audience there is. I I don't even think that's debatable. If you're able to put up with me and all my logic, it's like you got to be pretty smart. Either smart enough to say he's full of BS, or you know, I agree with him most of the time. But we do have. We we try to think about it. All joking aside, so we're going to open up the lines in about five minutes. But, again, we're on 225 stations, coast to coast. So if you got a strong feeling, get on it. The number's coming up. But here's the question. What is Aaron Rodgers mad about? Justify his anger. Justify the drama, the attention, the petulance. All right, the number is eight seven seven ninety nine 99 on fox Now, that's 877-996-6369. All right, about five minutes. It's called 11 words or less. What does that mean? You've got 11 words or less. Make your point. As you start on the 12th word, you're going to hear the dial tone in your ear. So that means you've got 11. Why do we do that? Because we want you thinking about what you want to say. I hope someone convinces me. Jonas, I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. But I think, I hope so, because I want to understand. I don't want to spend the whole weekend wondering what Aaron Rodgers is mad about. (laughs) This is the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus, and you can listen on podcasts over the weekend, catch up. Just search straight out of Vegas. Here in Vegas, on the Strip, Mackenzie, where's our thermometer at? It's 92 degrees, and the neon is bubbling.
2: So, RJ, the big story in the NFL is what is happening with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's been going on over a week now. Rumors of his eventual departure. Now it feels like maybe he's starting to lean towards coming back. And then there's a contract story that's been out there. Nonetheless, we're trying to get to the bottom of what's actually wrong with Aaron
0: Rodgers here on Straight Up. What's wrong? Where's Waldo? What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Now, when McKenzie was doing some show prep and he sent me, he goes, James Jones came out. And he said, he don't think Aaron could have done this. It's like, okay, kind of like a c. Collins. I mean, it's like the buddies don't always know what someone's doing, but I do think there's something with this James Jones, and I like to get your thoughts on it, Jonas. He's obviously in the kind of inner circle, or at least he knows him. I don't think he's going out there freelancing saying a bunch of stuff about you know reconciliation. It feels like to whatever." Kaiser so say master plan this is for Aaron Rodgers that he's got the drama he wants. Now he's going to float out there in Tony Soprano's parlance, the reconcile. He wants to reconcile, it seems. Boy, this feels like a plan. And yesterday, the Schefter stuff and the coordinated effort, it feels like all this is like a like a board game. And again, let's give the guy credit. If he is being this Machiavellian, it's he's a smart guy, but this feels very orchestrated. What did you think of the James Jones and the just general orchestration?
2: I I think just overall, he's he's very sensitive to Packers fans being upset with him because one of the things that happened this past weekend, he was at the Kentucky Derby, he wouldn't talk on camera about what was going on with Mike Tarrico, but he did No way. Yeah. He- He did give Tarico the okay if he wanted to, you know, get his message out during the broadcast. And what he said was, there is an issue with the front office, but he wanted to make it clear. And he reiterated a couple of times, he loves Green Bay, he loves the Packer fans, it has nothing to do with them. I think he's really really sensitive to that portion of this story, and he's trying to get out as much as he can without having to do it himself which is weird. Um, Trying to get out as much as he can, that he really loves the organization and loves the fan base. It's just an issue he's got right now with this front office.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be mad? You know, he signed his contract in 2019 or 18, 2018 and Aaron Rodgers took home at, the, at signing $67 million in cash. So the fact that he's got a contract that is so unfairly underpaying him at this point a 4-year deal <laughs> that only has 99 million guaranteed and 134 million of total earnings you know 33 and a half million a year but remember this is back when, a couple years ago, when it was like, oh, baseball salaries are all guaranteed, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, he came in, Kirk Cousins did a similar thing, It took it all, like the whole bonus and everything at the front. Give me all that. You take, it might take you four years to make up for this, but gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give but then after you get it, it's like giving a kid, letting him open up his gift on Christmas Eve, and then him saying, take me to the mall. I want another gift on Christmas Day. <laughs> he got his signing bonus, got all his cash, 67 sticks, $67 million. And a couple years later, he's like, I, f- I feel like I'm underpaid. I haven't had a bonus for a long time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong? And the Packers' response is, OK, you got a good point, Aaron. You, um, can we give you another contract, make you the highest paid player again, and give you a big bonus now, and hope maybe that lasts a year or so, that you're still happy? <laughs> <laughs> what were, what what could Aaron Rodgers do that the media would turn on him?
2: Uh, it's there's what, that's I mean, the seriously, if
0: he beat up Santa Claus, what would happen then? What would we say?
2: Uh, I think they would just assume that Santa Claus, uh, you know, stole something out of his back pocket. Yeah, he stole his wallet or, uh, you know, he uh, stole his iPhone
0: charger or something like that. And then he had every reason to. I, it's it's bizarre. The whole thing is weird. That's Jonas Knox. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, and we are taking calls for the first time in over a year. I'm so befuddled. I need help. I'm reaching. This is a lifeline to the nation. You can call 877 99 on Fox. That's 877 996 6369. Now, the call screener has been told high IQ only. If we don't take any calls, we won't take any. All right. 11 words or less. What do you think, Jonas? We should should we dabble in to see what's out there?
2: Yeah, there's a, we've got a couple that are online that want to uh, want to chime in on this that might have an answer, and we'll start in Virginia where Mark is listening on Straight Out of Vegas. Mark, eleven words or less, go.
1: Hello, guys. I just want to say, rock solid
2: show. It's simple. The
1: uh, bottom line in eleven words.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's just <laughs> that, it's that cutthroat. You know
0: something? I thought, I, first of all, Gavin is hardcore. I love that. Who's right. <laughs> doing screening is, let's do this. What was that fellow's name? That was Mark in Virginia. All right, Mark, if you can double back. He was so nice about the show. If he can double back and get through, we'll put him to the front. But guys, do you wonder now if we're serious about the 11 words or lies? Tell us after, how's this sound? Once we hit the 11 words, you know, we get enough love for the show. Thank you for the love, but we want to stick on Aaron. I love love, but let's stick on Aaron Rodgers and see if they got the message, Jones.
2: Let's go to Iowa now where Jake is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jake, go ahead.
1: They will not mortgage the future for him like the Bucks did with Tom Brady.
0: That's a smart take. That is a smart take because that's what he wants. And you know what I think, and Aaron, let's be clear. Tom Brady came and said, hey, listen, I could go anywhere. You guys need a quarterback. And Tampa Bay was a team that could have been a 10-win team the year before if Jameis hadn't thrown 30 interceptions. And it was a brilliant – Brady's a brilliant guy, obviously. But part of it was – well, what is Bruce Arians going to be doing in a couple years? He's going to be drinking in retirement, not just after the games. And he enjoys a beer. That's awesome. But he's not going to be coaching in five years. The day Brady retires, Bruce Arians is starting to pack the office. <laughs> so it only makes sense if you've never won before that you're going to say, I don't care about two years from now. Let's get it all now. And kudos. That's what Peyton Manning and Denver did, or Denver did with Peyton Manning. They mortgaged the future for a couple chances to win. You know what? They won a Super Bowl. That's awesome. Tampa's won one. Green Bay is a public trust. It's not owned by any individual. It's owned by the fans. And the fans aren't, they don't, the GM doesn't make decisions like let's mortgage five years from now for that. So if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be with Green Bay and that approach, why in the heck did he take $67 million in 2018 from him? It's not like he was drafted by him and he never left because he couldn't. He's re signed what, three times? So, but isn't it interesting, Josh, we can't even get someone to try to answer the question. That was a great comment, but why is Aaron Rodgers upset?
2: And we'll go to Wisconsin to see if we can get that answer, and Mitch is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Mitch, you're on the air. Rodgers is just a giant baby and unrealistic, and uh, as a Packer fan, I hope most of us are done with him. I like yeah, that. I mean, I, I, we got a round. We got a round down to get to eleven on that. But uh, well,
0: gonna... listen, Gavin was hardcore the first time. I pre- <laughs> now let's be honest, Jones. Do you hear how they're counting? Like they've got the words planned out. Yeah, it's the best thing that ever happened to radio callers, because they it takes them two minutes to clear their throat usually, right? Yeah. You know, now it's like they know they got eleven words. That, can I patent this idea? Do it. I don't think you can, but. I'd like to see it spread, to be honest, because I listen to a lot of sports talk. Let's go one more. All right, let's go to Denver
2: for that, where Sam is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Sam, go ahead.
0: Core management culminating in the Jordan Love pick. Mm. Ooh. Okay, Okay, now can we keep him on? So one question to you. He's already gone. And what we have here is data that says, In the time since Aaron Rodgers started, that's 2008, they have the second most playoff points, as we call them, which is advancements by round. New England's one, Green Bay is two, Baltimore is three, Seattle is four. And Green Bay's clearly second. It's 38 points for New England, 26 for Green Bay, 23 for Baltimore. So I know Aaron Rodgers is good, But if management's been inept, if they've fallen short, one, this is the organization that had now 20 plus years of Aaron Rodgers and Favre, and somehow that continuity worked. End of the second most successful team during his era. How can we say management's the issue? Yeah. No, we don't got him.
2: No, no, he's, yeah, he dropped.
0: Right, oh, he yeah. He okay. Well, I'm asking rhetorically, Jonas. What do you uh, think?
2: <laughs> no, I, I just – I don't think it's this dire situation that everybody makes it out to be. It actually reminds me a little bit – Dire, of, it's, it's uh, the second most successful team. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me a little bit of the Deshaun Watson stuff. When everybody's talking about how bad the Texans organization was and, he, and Bill O'Brien doesn't know what he's doing and blah, 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 and it's like – Man, they won the division four times. They were in the playoffs a bunch. It's hard to be consistent in the NFL. The Texans were pretty consistently in the playoff mix, or at least in the pl- or in the playoffs, rather, for several years in a row. And we made it out to be like it was the Cleveland Browns and they were going, you know, 1-31 uh, in 31 in a two-year span. I didn't get it.
0: And you make a good point. That's Jonah Stonks were straight out of Vegas. You make a good point. And I think there's a clarification even beyond that, which is anything an organization has done wrong, it's only pertinent if it's after you sign the contract. So if the guy shows up, he doesn't shave, and he asks the girl to marry him, and she says yes, and then she's mad a year in, he doesn't shave. It's like, well, you married him knowing he doesn't shave. Well, if, and Deshaun Watson's a good example of that, you could make the case that an organization had some issues. In fact, I don't even think you have to make the case. There were some issues with... Uh, you know, black players and the owner at the time who's now passed away and talk about, you know, there was some uh, insensitive talk. And I don't remember yeah. all the exact details, but generally you could say if you're a minority player playing in Houston, you might not like the ownership group. I wouldn't have said, oh, that's crazy. But when you take the money, meaning you sign not the rookie deal, but the second deal, you've just said, given all the givens prior, I'm staying here. Now you got to start telling me new stuff that's changed. So Aaron Rodgers took sixty-seven million in two thousand eighteen. What have the Packers done since then that's so egregious? It's one thing to say over his whole career. I don't think you can find much, but since he took all this money, they've gone twenty-six and six in the regular season, right?
2: Yeah, and that was after you know, like uh, all this stuff that he's been upset about. You know, the the his quarterback coach being gone. He didn't have a say in the head coach that was hired. Well. <laughs> Both of those haven't really impacted the success of the organization because Matt Lafleur is off to one of the all-time great starts as the head coach. he have been in the NFC title game twice, two years in a row. I just I think a lot of this is a bit much.
1: We're going to take at least one more call. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
0: We got a jam-packed last segment, last commercial coming up, and here's what it is: We're going to give you a last call on a chance. Why is Aaron Rodgers mad? Also, inside information on a bet this weekend. Can you believe that? And finally, I'm going to make the case maybe Tom Brady is Kaiser. So say something you might not have thought of about what he's doing with the union.
2: That's coming up next. T's R.J. Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: I'm RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You the Fan. And RJ, we have been trying to get a clear-cut answer as to what Aaron Rodgers is so upset about, and we are still searching for it.
0: No one will even try to answer the question. We're gonna take one more now. Listen, the response has been awesome. We had like seven people waiting for to be the last caller. Hey, we're going to do this again in the next couple weeks. Thank you for the support. Jonas, let's pick the best of the last. And then we've got inside information on the UFC.
2: Well, we've got to go to the scene of the crime, so to speak. And we go to Green Bay, Wisconsin, where TJ is here to answer the question, what the hell is Aaron Rodgers so upset about in 11 words or less? Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst,
1: Jordan Love, Jake Kummerow, one-year contracts.
0: Ooh, okay. (laughs) It sounded like the it sounded like the mafia five families there for a second. (laughs) I'll just ask the same question is, what do you do better than it's Bill Belichick and then it's Green Bay since Aaron Rodgers been there when it comes to playoff success? I'm not sure how you do better than that. And I know Aaron Rodgers is part of it, but he can't be the only part. Right, Jonas?
2: Yeah, no, and, and I just think there's, this story is going to continue to go on and on until we get an answer, and if we don't get an answer, at least we got something to talk about. But we do have something to talk about now, RJ, uh, and that something is a UFC event this weekend in which there is a best bet I'm hearing on the line, Alex Morano against Donald Cowboy Cerrone. It is the UFC this Saturday night, and there's a best bet from the Voice of Vegas.
0: Yeah, and the, well, it's from A.J. Hoffman, who's a UFC expert, and we had him yesterday in studio, and he recorded this. But first, correct me if I'm wrong here, the, the setup for this fight is it was short notice. Short notice, Diego Four.
2: Sanchez was supposed to fight. He had a falling out with the UFC, longtime uh, UFC fighter. And they uh, switched to uh, Alex Murano, uh, And once Diego fell yeah. out as a replacement for, uh, for Cowboy Cerrone.
0: OK, so AJ actually knows this fighter. Let's listen.
3: In fact, I know very well One of the guys who's fighting this weekend Uh, Alex Morano got called on short notice Inside information This is the guy that was my He cornered me in every fight that I had And uh, was my best training partner for years and years And he got called to to Step in on short notice against Donald Cowboy Cerrone this weekend Uh, So he'll be in the co-main event He is at plus 165 And Cowboy Cerrone has Not won in his last five fights And Alex is a guy who one of these guys who has no concern about being the champion ever he just wants to go in and throw down and at this now, point is he at the
0: level that he would be viable to be champion
3: he's a top 20 welterweight in the world so I mean but that's not his that's not his goal when he got into this it was never his goal
0: what would the odds be if he wasn't on short notice
3: I think they would probably be closer to plus 130 plus 125. if a
0: guy lost five in a row and he's top 20 why would he be an underdog even without short notice because of name brand? Okay.
3: So Cowboy Cerrone is a star. He's a big star. There's going to be people. The public will bet on him. But Alex at plus 165, there's great value, I think.
0: What would you put the true odds at if you were trying to split the result? Even money. All right. So we're getting plus 165 at a 50-50. Yeah. Now that's rare. You're taking off the rubber band. Now
3: I do think that there is something Don't to the short, the short notice thing. But I also believe, and I and I know this about Alex. Alex stays fight ready at all times. He's he doesn't care about anything but martial arts. And, and so what he does in his spare time is train. That's all he cares about. So he's always ready to fight. He always stays at weight to fight because he waits for calls like this. So I, I do think that there's real value on Alex Marano at plus 165.
0: That is strong. Now, the question is, how much is he going to bet on it? Come on,
1: baby, $80,
3: <laughs> Eight, what's 80,000 at plus 165? Pretty good. Let's do it.
0: All right, so Jonas, you're the resident show expert. Thank you, A.J. Hoffman out of Houston. What do you think of that 30 seconds of that pick itself?
2: Well, I like it from this standpoint. Cowboy Cerrone, the one knock on him has always been he's a really slow starter. He starts out slow. It's why McGregor just blitzed him uh, to start out their fight and hit him with those shoulder strikes. If this guy comes in and he, has, he just looks at it and says, I'm going for broke. I got nothing to lose. This was a short notice fight. I don't have the conditioning or cardio to go three rounds anyways with this guy. I'm just going to
0: cut loose. I think he's a live dog at that price okay so I'm I'm batting it myself I know AJ long enough to know if he says he I mean the guy he's he trains with this guy right and he'd be the type to say I don't know he knows I'm not saying it's a short thing I'm saying it's a night he's saying it's 50 50 and we're getting plus 165 that's the essence of good batting real quick Tom Brady he's saying we got to make sure everyone we don't practice too much in the offseason hmm That seems curious to me. The man that practices the most in the offseason is telling everyone else not to practice. We'll pick up on it next week.
2: We are straight out of Vegas. We are back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, you can check out the show on the iHeart Radio app.
1: Straight out of Vegas!